Amen. A few weeks ago, I had the honor of presenting the worship service at the annual meeting of all of the congregations, the Unitarian Universalist congregations in the metropolitan New York area. And in my sermon there, the text I used as a starting point was by the keynote presenter at the conference, the Reverend Mark Morrison-Reed, who once famously wrote that the central task of the religious community is to unveil the bonds that bind each to all. In that service, I talk mostly about the bonds that bind our congregations together in relationship. But today, I'd like us to reflect on the ways that each of us are bound together. The central task of the religious community is to unveil the bonds that bind each to all. It being the central task of the religious community, it is the work of an entire ministry to do that unveiling. And so I'm just going to give you the beginning of it today. Because I believe that one of the saving messages, one of the central, central messages of Unitarian Universalism is that we are all inextricably bound together. We are part of an interdependent web of creation. What happens to one of us happens to all of us, whether we know it or not, whether we feel it or not, whether we like it <laughs> or not. We are bound together. And so we need to unveil those bonds. We need to understand those bonds. We need to understand what those bonds mean in our lives. We are bound together in many ways. We are bound to our shared history. We are bound to all of those who came before us in this congregation. This membership book, which just a moment ago was up on that table, has the names in it of every person who's been a member of this congregation since its founding in 1957. And so we are bound to Laura Borney and Joseph and Florence Morse, the first people who signed this book in March of 1957. It's possible that no one in this room remembers them anymore, and yet we are still bound to them. We are bound to this great cloud of ancestors that join us in Unitarian history, in Universalist history, in Unitarian Universalist history. That great cloud of witnesses that attends our worship every week. We are bound to a shared history that goes back generations upon generations. We are bound also to our future, to those children who are in our midst, to those who are just finding our community. We are bound to those who have yet to come in our doors. We are bound to them. We are asked to act in ways that makes room for them when finally they find this community. We are, of course, also bound to the present, to those who are here, right here, right now, today. And our call today is to act on those bonds, to understand those bonds as asking each of us to minister to and with those around here in the fellowship. I'm asking you, I'm calling upon you, each of you, whether you are new here or old, to be a minister here. I'm not the only person 
who is a minister here. And so I think that asks me to define what it is exactly I mean when I say that. Minister, the word to minister, has many definitions. When used as a verb, it can mean to perform the functions of a religious minister. It can also mean to give service, care, or aid, to attend to as wants or necessities. It can mean to contribute to someone's comfort or happiness. Those are the ways in which you are called to minister. In the very first sermon I ever gave, some 12 years ago, I introduced the congregation I was then a part of to the concept of self-culture, as developed by William Ellery Channing, 19th century Unitarian minister, often considered the founder of American Unitarianism, one of those cloud, in the cloud of witnesses that we are bound to. William Ellery Channing wrote that self-culture is possible, not only because we can enter into and search ourselves, but also because we can act on, determine, and form ourselves. That we have the power to form ourselves, and that is what he called self-culture, like agriculture, considers the, the, the growing of plants. Self-culture considers the growing of the self. And that is what we come together here to do. And here's what I said 12 or 13 years ago about that notion with respect to the definition of ministry. I said, the center of who we are as a congregation, our ministry to each other, is the discovery of our individual gifts and talents and the sharing of those gifts with each other in order to cultivate ourselves. And the journey to that center together is what truly transforms us from a collection of dues-paying individuals into a community of faith. It is what truly transforms us from a group of members to a group of ministers. The central task of the religious community is to unveil the bonds that bind each to all. And once we see those bonds, once we feel those bonds, once we understand that they're there, we have a responsibility to act on them. We have a responsibility to act on our bonds to the past, to act in a ways that honor our ancestors without sainting them. We have a way a responsibility to act in ways that make possible the future, to care for this community in a way that, that keeps the doors open to all who are seeking us. We have a responsibility to act in ways that make the fullness of the present the best it can possibly be. We have a responsibility to act. We have a responsibility each of us, to undergo the transformation from membership to ministry once we have made that commitment to membership in this community. We have the responsibility to attend to one another, to care for one another, to see to each other's self-culture as we would tend to our gardens. We have a responsibility, once we understand that we are bound to each other, to act as if we are inherently and inextricably tied to one another. Because, in fact, we are. 
This is the central task of the religious community. It is one that I come back to again and again and again in celebrating who we are and what we stand for. And on this day, this day of wonderful rituals of welcoming a child, of blessing our new members, of gathering in our most sacred tradition of the annual congregational meeting, we are doing that work of ministry together. <coughs> and so I need not spend an hour talking about it. <laughs> Blessed be.